Hello, and welcome to Idea Factory Giveaway. I'm John, your eternal host. And I'm Besha, your co-host? I would say eternal co-host. Eternal co-host. Yeah, why not? Why not? Uh, Besha, how are you doing this week? Oh, you know, I'm alright. Let's see, what have I been up to? Uh, I'm, I'm in the final stages of wedding planning, so that's oh, really, yeah. that's, that's basically been, been my whole deal. Um, I'm weirdly not stressed out about it, because I feel like we've gotten all of the work done. I mean, as far as I know. So, I, I think we're going to be okay. Check back with me in a week and tell me if I have been a fool. Excellent. I'll, I'll send beer. Okay, great. <laughs> I went backpacking this weekend Ooh. and consequently can't walk downstairs. Ooh. Yeah. That, I mean, how do you get, I mean, do you just sort of roll yourself down them? And, yeah. You know. Yeah, I sit and sort of scoot down like oh, a two-year-old who hasn't good. quite figured out steps yet. <laughs> it's very dignified. It's, you know what? I mean, it beats the alternative. Which is... I, I'm not sure. Staying... That's, on the top floor of my house and not going to work. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like a like a princess in a tower. Yeah. Why not? I've always pictured you as royalty. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Should we introduce our guest? Yes. Our guest this week is a friend of Besh's named Dustin. Hi, Dustin. I was, hi. I was conscious I made the like the mouth opening noise. Just to, and then you and then, and then it, like I made it very audibly and maybe you'll have to go through and like cut out that little clip. Um <laughs> You know the the noise like, yes. Like you, oh yeah. Um, and it was like, oh, it's not yet. So I had to like words are coming out of my mouth, and I had to like. Mm. <laughs> you can't you can't reel them back in like that. It doesn't work that way. Yeah, it's too like Sorry. a word dump on the table here. We'll clean oh, up later. <laughs> but anyway, I got a towel over that. How, how have you been, Dustin? What's what's your deal? Who are you? <laughs> um, I'm a Canadian who's living in San Francisco now. Uh, I'm. Half Finnish and half Scottish, so I like saying I'm immune to cold and whiskey damage. Is a kilt? Oh yes, I do have a kilt. I don't have any uh, Finnish uh, wearing paraphernalia. Um, no, I've had black sausage from both countries, though. Really, really ties the ethnicities together. Is, is which one is superior? Do you find Finnish one for sure? Why? Uh, it came with better cranberry sausage. Okay. Did they? Did they? I mean, they don't use fish in their black sausage, do they? I actually don't know. Okay. Oh, that's disgusting. I, <laughs> I mean, it, it had to be asked. They they do have tons of tiny anchovies. I'm not sure if I'm a huge fan of that. Mm, fair, fair. Do, 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 do. Well, um, so we have just introduced Dustin to the concept of my idea spreadsheet, which has been uh, for those of you who are new to the show. Um, I have been writing down the random ideas that I've had for about a decade, and there are hundreds of them at this point, and I'm not doing anything with them. So it's time to give them away. Let's just we've I've opened up my idea vault, and we're letting people rummage through it so that we can just talk them through and see if there's anything there worth using. Please, and, yes, please use these ideas, otherwise. They will die alone. Exactly. They'll they'll languish. That was a little dark. Sorry. <laughs> that is all right. Dustin, have you found something? Speaking of which, um, <laughs> the idea I have highlighted here is singles reference card. The category is dating. The tags is print. Right. Okay. So this was an idea that I had, which was if you. I mean, this was. I'll admit to you that this was an idea that came to me uh, while I was in my uh, fairly drawn out phase of being a single person. Mm-hmm. Um, 
if you basically like if I had a friend who was single and I knew that they were single and looking, I would have cards printed up that had their face and maybe, I don't know, their Twitter handle or their OkCupid profile or something on it so that if I met somebody that I knew would like them, I'd be like, hey, my buddy Dustin is great. You should you should look him up. And instead of just leaving it at that, you could hand them the card. It's like, here's his you know, here's whatever info that you would need to get a look at his, his online dating information. Okay, that makes so much more sense than what I thought you meant by this, mm. which I thought you meant that, let's say I meet someone that mm-hmm. I like, but mm-hmm. I'm like, don't take it from me, and then I have reference cards from other people, I'd be like, you'll probably t- trust this person's opinion, but your idea is way less creepy. No, no, actually, actually, that might also have been that idea, because I did that on OkCupid for a while, and um. it worked. Um, a friend of mine got tired of seeing me, like, not having dates, and so what she did was, she was like... Here is like like when you message a girl, literally give her my phone number mm-hmm. and often just tell her like to call me and you know can, I can talk to her girl to girl and we can just you know we can discuss between us like what the, yes and uh, this and so like you know that thing that happened I, mean, I don't know if this works the same way for you I mean this was years ago in OkCupid right but like um, it would be that thing where like I would send a message out and I'd have to send out 15 to 20 messages to get maybe one response yeah, and it right. would take a long time right so the first time I used this strategy where I just I, I included this friend of mine's phone number I got an answer back in 40 minutes wow yeah it was it, there was a there was this weird window of time for I would say maybe the next six months to possibly a year where I left that in my okay Cupid messages and I actually had a couple of other friends also offer their numbers there was kind of like a, a female advisory council interestingly enough no girl that I contacted ever called them but they always mentioned that it was like an interesting idea so yeah and then and then like I don't know it, I just so a friend of mine, after about a year had gone by, was like, maybe that's not a good idea to do. And so I stopped doing it. I, I don't know why, because uh, it really did seem like quite effective as, a, as, a, as, a, <laughs> as an online dating ploy. I mean, it's kind of similar to Couchsurfing or Airbnb. Like, you see who's friends with... Actually, Tinder kind of does this. I mean, Cupid used to have a reviews feature. Oh, it wasn't yeah. even reviews, but it was a, like... It was a social networking thing. Yeah, yeah. You and could you could leave... say, like... This guy's great. Yeah, you could leave testimonials. Mm-hmm. Okay, Cupid used to show your join date, which was such a bad idea. Oh, so I think we. Oh, yeah. So testimonials and reviews implies that you also dated them. There was kind of like friend reviews, right? It was, it yeah. was your friends could review you. My uh, one of my exes reviewed me with just the words "horse cock, horse cock" <laughs> over and over again, which was surprisingly effective. <laughs> oh my. Well, uh, do, uh, I think that explains singles reference cards. Is there anything else uh, as we as we page through? I see something called Wendy's limo trip here. Aha. The category is party. Yes. Okay. So um, this was I had this. I have a friend who likes to um, when we when he comes to town. Uh, something that we like to do, or that he likes to do, is uh, you know that thing that happens with parties where like. It's you get a bunch of people together and you're at somebody's house and it might be like sort of loud and it's not um, and and especially for somebody from out of town who wants to see the city, what if you could combine the two things? So what he would always do is he'd come to town, he'd rent a limo, and then ten of us would just get into this into the back of the limo and just tool around the city with drinks and just kind of like 
just hang out. And is, it, is this a town where you already live? Yeah, yeah. Okay. We do it here. Like, because he is not from San Francisco. And so right. we would come here and we would just, I mean, we'd, like, we'd take us to Quit Tower Driver. Yeah, yeah. He would do this. He did this a couple of times. It was actually a good idea. <laughs> so this is a similar sort of thing where it's like, there is, and this is a fact, uh, there is no <laughs> Wendy's within San Francisco city limits. Oh, just like gunshots. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they're they're they're. I mean, since they're they're pretty much equivalent businesses. But so, um, yeah, you can't you can't go to Wendy's in San Francisco. And so, um, I got I must have this must have been at a point at which I was tired of not being able to get Wendy's. And I was like, wouldn't it be great if we could just do that? Let's let's get a bunch of people who miss Wendy's. We'll all get in a limo. We'll find a city where there's a goddamn Wendy's, and we'll go and we'll have Wendy's, and we'll we'll come back. <laughs> I feel like you could get them to pay for that. I that's actually not a bad idea. Yes. Are these Wendy's, supposed to be bad ideas? Wendy's, no, if I you're mean, listening, <laughs> we need a limo. We we just we need you to come back to San Francisco now. Mind you, I have moved to Oakland since that idea was had, and there is a Wendy's within reasonable distance of me. So it's no longer a thing that but, I need, but I would still like to do it. And for us poor benighted souls who still live within oh, San Francisco true. city limits, mm. yes, Wendy's, yes, please get on this. Call us. Um, <laughs> next idea. Mm. Never again poster variation study. Category is question. Ah, okay. So the question category is for just questions that I've had. Uh, okay. And so you, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't know anybody who would do this. And I don't, I, I mean, like, do you know anybody who actually would own one of those posters that is like the towers burning on 9-11 with the words never again underneath it? Not personally. It, I've right? seen cars you, and restaurants. Right, exactly. Yeah. So you, we, we know that this exists. So the the question is how and let's let's say I I made one of those posters right but let's say I made another version of it where there was one thing that was just a little bit off about it like mm-hmm. it's the it's the two towers there's the smoke it says never again but maybe like the word again is misspelled or there's like a cartoon bird in one corner of the poster for no reason could I sell one of those posters? Yes. And, and then so then, but then the question becomes like, what if I made another version off of that where there was yet another incongruous element added? Uh-huh. At what point do the posters become unsellable? Oh, I don't know. Have you seen the Sonic the Hedgehog fan art, like Memories of 9 11 posters? <laughs> no. This this can be looked at. Oh. No, I mean, I, I've, I've seen that my, my roommate Sonic VR thing. Important things we've learned include. John thinks about 9-11 posters a lot, and there is 9-11 fan art of Sonic the Hedgehog. I, I would assume that there's 9-11 fan art of probably Pretty everything. Pretty much anybody, yeah. yeah. So you, you want to, like, A-B test from this known thing yes. into something totally different. Is there an yeah. end goal, or just as far as you can get? I just want to see how far I would get. Right. But, I mean, I don't... Yeah. Perhaps it's no a metric of how far from... Do you think you could slowly morph it into a movie poster for Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers? Oh, for sure. (laughs) Almost certainly. Almost certainly. And at what point would people realize... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, this would require. Yeah, the, the actual testing of this would be something that is not possible. I don't think. But I mean, did Michael Bay do a nine eleven themed movie? Because you could slowly morph. You could go like sort of Kevin Bacon style from movie to movie. It's two Lord of the Rings. It's true. I, no, I don't think he ever did. But I will admit to not having completely solid Studied knowledge his, of the filmography of Michael Bay. Music. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, today was a good day. Trek version. 
Ah, Star Trek. Okay, this is the category. Yes, the category Star Trek. I, I have I have a lot of I have a lot of Star Trek ideas. Uh, so this one is um, we all are aware of the Ice Cube video. It was a good day, yeah. right? Um, I didn't even have to use my allergy kit. Yes. <laughs> You've seen the little Ice Cube comic? <laughs> I've not. Oh, I've not, but that sounds adorable. It was a good day. <laughs> the um, so this yeah, but this is like a Star Trek version, um, told from the point of view of some random, uh, a random security officer on board the USS Enterprise, where you know, like he wakes up and you know he has a good breakfast, and it's ba- it basically hits all the same high points that Cube's day does, except that it's told, uh, yeah, in, in the in the life of a security. So, but not officer. not one of the people on. The bridge, like not one of the not, not one of the bridge officers. Which is kind of like, Barclay? Uh, well, Barclay works in engineering, not security, but he does wear the same color uniform. Okay. So yeah, it is. It would it would be yeah. It's the story of a random gold shirt security officer in on, on the Enterprise, and uh, yeah, that that's the, that's that idea. And uh, I I may actually do that one. So um, I'm not exactly sure how, but Maybe we uh, shouldn't speak too much of it lest we give away your. <laughs> I may actually do this one," he said. "Of idea number three hundred and seventy-eight. We'll see. We'll see. I don't. I don't know. Time traveling men's downhill skier. Category is story. Uh, oh, uh, this is just a story of uh, this. Uh, it came to me while I was um, watching the Winter Olympics some year. Like of a, of a, a, a men's, you know, or women's, quite frankly, an Olympic downhill skier who goes so fast. That they break the time barrier, and but but I, don't, I the thing is that I don't know at that point where they go, right? Like, <laughs> do they do they simply like break the time barrier and and just loop backwards to like when they started their run, or do they like do they simply keep going in, into physically contiguous space that just happens to be in a different time? I'm period? thinking like summer, then they're like yeah. On grass for a bit, but then transition back to winter. Yeah, so exactly. Safe again. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't, I don't know. That was as far as I got. My my story ideas are like that, where it's sort of just like <laughs> I, I have I have the seed of something, and then after that, uh, nothing else was done. So that's one I'm happy to release into the world. This is like my fears about the singularity, which is that I'll be trapped endlessly in the same loop of the same thing happening in a computer forever and ever and ever, except I'd be on skis. <laughs> yes. Are yes, you, it's true. Clumsy on skis. That, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so I'd be falling over on my ass over and over and over again so <laughs> into you, eternity. In your mind, this story, this isn't uh, an event. This is something that accidentally happens. Yes. Yes. Like it's not like it's time trials. But it's actually time. No. Yeah. <laughs> that would actually be kind of great. I mean, no. It's it's just it's it's just it's somebody who's going for the gold medal and uh, inadvertently just just breaches space time. That. Makes sense. Longer than you think, Dad. <laughs> Longer than you think. I have here Humbler. The category is website. Oh, uh, that. <laughs> Let's see. It's meant for. It's uh, yeah. It's Humbler spelled like Tumblr with an H. Uh, and it's for. It has something to do with humble brags. But yeah. Beyond that, I don't know what it does. But making it explicit that like that's what they're there for. Yes. Yeah. It's it's either it's, it's either there for, um, yeah. It's either there for people to make humble brags on, or it's there for calling people's bullshit when they make a humble brag, even when it sounds like when they when they when they think they're not humble bragging and they actually are. Uh, you know, maybe it's for calling those people out, or maybe it's for a third option would be for people who have made humble brags, but it's just not that impressive, and so it's it's therefore just deflating their balloon. I I don't know what uh, which of the three is the correct 
version of that site. So, in your mind, this is different from Bragger? Probably. Which is where people meet anonymously to brag to each other? (laughs) But this is more, this is a step back. I think so. I think so, yes. Yeah, it it has something to do with with humble brags specifically, but beyond that, I, I, I couldn't be... I couldn't be certain. Okay, so I, I've scrolled back up. Yes. Um, we have challenge kissing, which is in the dating care category. Okay. Challenge kissing? Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> that one... So that... Stereo. It's a... Uh, it's sort of like... Um, it's, it's a competitive event where you mm-hmm. get two people together, and you try to, to see how well they do, um, like, attempting to kiss under... Suboptimal conditions. For instance, one of them has like a lollipop in their mouth mm. with a stick poking out. Mm. Or they're you... right next to a car alarm going off. Yes. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, they're basically like, you know, to try to. It's uncomfortably cold. <laughs> Am I on the right track? <laughs> yeah, something, yes, yes. Or uh, one of them has just rubbed their mouth all over a, a, a recently dead fish. Yeah. Or, you know, just sort of like how, yeah, how. Stubble at that exactly <clears throat> wrong length. Yes. Okay. Yes. Are they kissing the judges? No, no. They're trying to kiss each other, and so and they're competing against another couple. I, I, th- I think. I mean, th- th- this this is why these are only ideas and haven't haven't been fleshed out. But I, I think it was something along those lines. And are they judged on duration? Like, I guess you have duration, effectiveness. Um, I know, how much conversion you experience? Style points. Yeah. Yes. Style points. Yeah. Whether they complete it <laughs> at all. I mean. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Um. Seven Kingdoms Amusement Park Business Amusement Comma Licensing Oh right Yeah Well I mean This would basically Just be a, a Game of Thrones Amusement Park Sort of like You would you would enter It would be almost like A permanent Ren fair Except like in the None already been done I don't think anybody It's like a Ren fair You can't leave I mean yeah I mean that, that's the question Right like how How realistic do you go You know like Is it the kind of thing Where like You know Maybe only three out of Ten visitors are guaranteed To leave uh, you have to sign a lot of waivers. Yeah, exactly. I mean, these are these are all good questions, and I, I quite frankly, I'm not sure, but I feel like a Game of Thrones themed actual theme park, you know, would be would would be something that would be worth looking into. Would you be able to walk from, say, uh, the north to the south entirely, or probably? Is it like a little little like area, like a room size area, is each city, or? I, yeah, that's, these are all good questions. I, mean, I feel like you could probably put like the workers north of the wall. <laughs> yeah, I mean, backstage and, they call that right, Disneyland. Yes, exactly, and like at, at what point do you start to menace everybody? Uh, you know, like because at some point the White Walkers appear with their crazy weapons. I mean, yeah, it might be the kind of thing where like you know the the places the, the the amusement park is simply swept clean every hour on the hour, and you have to avoid the ravening hordes. I. These were, yeah, I, I don't really know. They probably also have to wash it down with bleach. Almost certainly, yeah. There's, regularly. Yes. Uh, here's, here's what I'm going to do, actually. Hang on just a second. A new track for the recording. Because so. maybe maybe it's just an every ten minute thing. I don't, yeah, I don't that really makes know. sense. <clears throat> Social app anti-flakiness awards. Here's a twinkle. That's in brackets. Oh, God. <laughs> Category is business. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it's what it is is for uh, that unique problem that we have now where when you've got a Facebook event and people reply that they are going. 
And then the, the, the day of the event comes, and they don't show up. However, yes. they have added, I'm interested. Yeah, but that's not for all events, though. Really? It's, I think, it, yeah, it's, it's only for... people choose that. Like, when you make the event, you can choose, presumably, whether you allow oh. people to say they're interested, right? I Maybe don't that's know, I, made, I don't think I've created a Facebook event in, like, a year. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, anyway. But, but, yeah, but, but, yeah, interested is a good one. But the, you can still... So, the, well, what interested is, though, is basically just that, that version of maybe... Because there's still a button for going. Like, yeah. Yeah. But this is for the people who say they're going and then flake. Um, it's what, I'm not exactly sure how it would function, but it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an app that maybe rests on top of Facebook uh, where you can, you know, you create your event. And then after the event is, is held, there are people who didn't go. And so maybe you, you just you somehow mark that off where it's sort of like, oh, you know, like this person did not actually come. Mm-hmm. And maybe that just goes into a database somewhere where like, you know, um, if somebody accumulates like a certain number of flake points, they're just, you know, you, they're just not surfaced anymore when you... They don't even show up as having RSVP dear events so that you won't count on them. Yes, exactly. But there also should be some negative consequence for them personally where like... Um, you know, like the, the yeah, like all of their all of their activity on Facebook is just sort of shunted into a quiet room nobody sees because just something where it's sort of. What like, do you call that when in a forum when you make all the trolls talk to each other? Ah, uh, I know I there's a term, term for it, and I don't remember what it is. Anyway. But they've done it a couple times. It's pretty great. Uh, also, I think League of Legends does that. Yes. If, if people like report you for harassment, they, they like only like match you up with other people who also have been reported for harassment. It's a brilliant That's idea. Adorable. It's so it's so hot. Uh, <laughs> the, so um, I will actually sometimes, as my way of flaking, I'll like 15 minutes before the event, I'll actually change it to can't go. Mm-hmm. 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 So part of that is like covering my own ass that people like. Do- like look at the event and be like, "How the Dustin was going," and he's and I'm not there, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm good." <laughs> or sometimes, sometimes if I'm like, if I'm I haven't done this much, I'll change it afterwards. Ah, yes. Now there was this weird practice a couple of years ago because I did lots of theater in Toronto where um, you were supposed to like say you could go to someone's event mm-hmm. as a way to support them to like drive their event to appear right. in other people's feeds. Yes. But then people who are like booking their own spaces mm. um, will get pissed off that they booked this huge space and then no one showed up. Uh, um, booked a space for five hundred and yeah. people showed up. So there's like social practices around that. <laughs> indeed, indeed. It's a little like again with OK Cupid mm. uh, because we're all veterans of that war. Um, a, a little like <laughs> that rating of, <laughs> of the many the many OK Cupid wars. A little like that rating of how often people message back. Uh, yes. Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's what it is. Everybody just gets a... a or or a, a, it's like a Yelp review where you get, like, the people who go to things. And then down in the bottom, mm. as the organizer, if you want, you can click in and look at the people who always flake but said they come to your event. Yeah. Yeah, but th- yeah, there should be something like a badge that appears on Facebook in their profile picture. Yeah. That just... I show up to everything! Yeah, and then on the, on the flip side, like, just like a big box of Kellogg's cornflakes. Just like, nah, I cannot be relied upon. I should point out that we are nearing the 23, 24 minute mark. Are we, should we do one more? Are we, we're, let's we're, do one more. Let's do one more. All right, let's do one more. Memory paintings of future moments category art. This is, um, it's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a kind of art piece where somebody, uh, you basically just get an artist to paint, uh, like some moment that they envision having in their future. Um, as if they were looking back on it fondly. Uh, with I don't nostalgia. want their future. I want mine. Or I mean, you know, maybe maybe that then. Um, Wait, you want to go to an art gallery of events in your life? Well, no, That's I want to commission like a single painting. 
Oh, well, I think you just need to get better at art to fall into this... Well, <laughs> fall into this fantasy, right? <laughs> but, okay, but, but wait, wait. So it's like, it's like, you're writing, so you're doing painting. Of... You know, I majored in art history, so I would never have to do art. I could oh. just criticize other people. Does art future exist? You want art future to exist, right? Yeah, I mean, like yeah. Art history. It, I majored in art future, too. Fuck you. <laughs> Sweet. Um, anyway. Yeah, that's that. That's what it is. It, it, it's you imagining yourself having some future moment, and then you you paint it uh, as if it's a remembrance. Yes, exactly. That makes sense. Yes. Soft colors. Kind of yeah. Details left hazily out. Yeah, it's sort of like a Thomas Kincaid painting of some of some kind. Third grade teacher's there, but then she morphs into that cat that my neighbor has. <laughs> Well, that's a dream painting. Right, sorry, I was thinking <laughs> dreams. Those are different from memories. <laughs> for, I mean, for most people, for most people. Do, 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 do. I think it might be time for terrible recommendations. It is. Dustin, do you have a terrible recommendation for us? Um, let's see. Uh, my terrible recommendation is you should move back to Canada, because that's where I'm moving in a month. <laughs> um... You could follow me on, uh, on Twitter at Dustin Freeman. I make mixed reality adventures. Um, let's see. Are there any other terrible recommendations? Uh, you should go to three drinking parties in one night. That's what I did on Saturday, and I highly don't recommend <laughs> the it. The last one you go to should be a place where you can buy books. Yeah, and then I bought four of them. Yeah. That's a mistake. That's, you know I have what? too many books. That sounds like a thing that I'm going to do at some point. Uh, I can be found on Twitter at FerociousJ, just Ferocious plus the letter J, and, uh, yeah, this, we don't have a, a, a Twitter for this show because there's too many things to monitor on Twitter already. That's just <laughs> the way it is. I can be found on Goodreads as Besha Gray, where I write scintillating reviews like, What the fuck did I just read? <laughs> Actually, I wrote a really great review of uh, Gloriana, but that's a story for another time. <laughs> Outstanding. Outstanding. And with that, I think that that brings this episode to a close. Thank Indeed. you for listening. Thanks. And we'll be back some other time. Remember, if you use any of these ideas, great, but we Give would us like a cut. That. Thank you, Dustin. Bonsoir. Do-do. 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 Do-do.